Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything live call-in show presented by KFC. I'm your host, William Lou. Joining me as always, fellow co-host, Josh Hart. Well, it's good to be here. Every week that we're not quarantined, uh, it's a week to be proud of. All right, guys, people, stay safe. Norm Powell averaging 31.3 points per game. Amazing. Uh, shooting 56% from the field, 46% from three. Now, it's Norm Powell, so uh, it's only 2.3 rebounds and yep. 3.7 assists, but he is averaging 2.3 steals as well yep. in three wins, coming up big, playing almost 40 minutes a night, fresh off injury. Uh, what are your feelings as a, as a fellow Jamaican? Um, one, probably since the 2016 Olympics, the most um, wonderful moment <laughs> in, uh, in, in uh, Jamaican-Canadian history. Party Next Door, you can change that by putting out a solid album. But until then, Norm Powell is what an inspiration. You need Norm Powell to break out a dunk and do this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, no, I think Norm Powell has proved himself to be the uh, an elite finisher for this team and probably mm-hmm. one of the most reliable shot makers and takers uh, that this team's seen in like a long time. Like This is kind of what DeMar DeRozan looked at. Like, just a great finisher. And it's been... I, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised because I believe that he had this in him all along, but the numbers speak for themselves. He's looked incredible. Yeah, he has looked incredible. And he's honestly, I mean, before it was just like a hot streak, but now he's kind of like carrying the team a little bit. Yeah. Right? Uh, if you look at the last couple of wins here, obviously Kyle's been phenomenal. Kyle's great. Kyle's, Pascal's been, been, Kyle's been, I think, in the norm love and sort of the Pascal question marks it's been lost how good the stretch has been from Kyle. yeah from right before the all-star break and then through to this chunk of games after he's been awesome even that yeah i'm scared that they went on at the end of uh february wasn't Kyle's fault yeah he's been awesome but you know they've needed the scoring from norm like that's the thing every single one of these games like um even though you're looking at wins over phoenix and wins over golden state and sacramento like, they have been somewhat close, and you need a norm scoring the whole way to yep. keep it close, and then also norm scoring in crunch time to uh, to close it out. So, I mean, credit to Norm, man. I'm, I'm real happy, you know? I mean, early in this program, uh, if you go back a couple of weeks, which I do not advise, there are probably some bad takes about Norm Bow. Just never go back. Um, but, no, I'm, I'm coming around, man. He's been, uh, he's been incredible. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about it at some point, but the starting – two-guard controversy is going to come back, and mm-hmm. I'd like to see a healthy Fred uh, before that. And I think for right now, you uh, uh, Norm's just looked great, and I'm happy for him. And that can be it for right now. Is mm-hmm. Before we look ahead, it's been an awesome stretch from Norm. He's played the best in basketball of his career. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year, uh, Serge was playing the best basketball of his career, which is great to show that the Raptors, you know, these guys coming off the bench and leading the second unit have been awesome. Yeah. And that's what, you know fans can be really excited about it that we have two absolute studs coming off the bench for this team right now uh super cool questions before we get to the calls yep uh last one about norm he's obviously not going to average 31 points a game the rest of the way as he did this okay well uh but if he cools down like what's he going to settle into he's on the season he's averaging 16.8 points per game with the true shooting of 63 percent that's high um (laughs) that's so that's like pascal last year (laughs) yeah yeah um norm's i don't know i think he can be yeah like a 15 it depends on the shot attempt he's getting mm. um he's not gonna be the second option like he has been in uh second third option in some of these games but if he can be a fourth option who takes who scores like uh 15 like 13 to 15 on uh over 55 percent true shooting percentage i think i don't think it's impossible mm. because he's able to he knows his spots and he can get to the rim really easily needs one of the guys who gets transition looks okay what do you think i think he's i i honestly it doesn't look that unsustainable to me i think a he's just much improved as a shooter like mm-hmm. i trust his three-point shot now yep and then he's just like 
much more efficient with his scoring. His driving is just more composed. He just, uh, yeah, he knows what he wants to do. I wonder... Look, like, this is one thing. Norm used to get blocked a lot on yeah. his drives. Nowadays, he never gets blocked. Yeah. Like, he got blocked against Sacramento. And I was like, huh, I forgot that that used to be a thing <laughs> that just happens. He doesn't miss at the rim anymore. No. He finishes with power. He's getting a lot more dunks off. And not just, like, transition dunks, because obviously he's always had that in this package. But just when you're dunking in a half-court situation... Yeah. That that signifies to me that you are reading the defense and you are attacking a gap so well that you can actually get and finish a yeah. fi- like at the rim. No, it's a good so, point. I don't know. I don't think it's going to cool down. And I think he might still be the third option when everyone comes back. And if you that's – well, that means he's starting. But if he is the third option, yeah. It's, well, I he's the first option off the bench. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for right now. So until – yes. If he does come off the bench. And yeah. we will talk about that in a second. But uh, let's get to some fo- uh, callers. Line one, we have uh, an old favorite, Kate. Yeah. Kate, welcome back to the show. Guys, can you hear me? Yes, yes, of course. Can you hear us? Hey, guys. I can, yeah. I could just hear you uh, all through your um, speaking good praises about Norm, so I wasn't sure <laughs> oh, if wow. I was on. Um, uh, I was on a different bum line or something. How are you guys been? It's been okay. Yeah, it's been yeah. pretty good. Uh, the weather has been awesome to see it turn around. Um, yeah, life's, pr- life's pretty good. Yeah. The weather is great. I think I'm more uh thrilled about the longer sunlight i mean there's full sunlight outside still yes Yes. that is true um incredible yeah losing an hour uh, always feels a little weird but yeah yesterday was a weird day felt really horrible most of the day but also why do you gotta lose an hour during international women's day hey open i mean look you guys have 365 (laughs) plus one hour of (laughs) It's of true. The year. Of international men. Plus one hour. Well, I mean, is international men's day. Yeah. We yeah. get 23 hours. It was, yeah. it was quite flagrant. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what who put that together, but yeah. <laughs> reported. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I block it. Um, <laughs> well, guys, uh, I don't know if you saw this tweet earlier uh, this week, but I wanted to give you guys a, a, a call about it because I thought it was. Um, you know, uncharacteristically witty coming from, uh, I hate to be slanderous, but from a Bucks account, from Bucks <laughs> Twitter. Mm. Um, and this tweet came from Bucks Anarchy, and it was their 2020 Bucks villains. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bracket. bracket. Yeah. Yeah, everybody from, you know, Fred Van Vliet, uh, who they like to call, quote unquote, the outlier, um, to rapper <laughs> Twitter outlier. got mentioned in there. Uh, Rachel Nichols was up there. Doug Gottlieb, Skip <laughs> Bayless. Okay. Uh, the Celtics. Doris Burke of all people was what? Um, what? What? Yeah, Rachel Nichols, I Yo, expected, but uh, Doris Burke yeah. and Doris Skip. Burke was the yeah wow. and Drake, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, come on. Yeah. Man. How could so you massage the opposing coach? Like, <laughs> it's a crime. How could you massage the opposing coach? It's a crime. It's a terrible crime. Uh-huh. Uh, he was the number two seed in the in the. Uh, in the uh, in the in the bracket, so, right, right, right. Uh, fairly fairly high place mm-hmm. setting. I think we can consider that Drake's going to go pretty far. Um, but I mean, as I said, this is pretty uncharacteristically witty, and I started to think about uh, Raptors villains, mm. and I wanted to maybe crowdsource a few with you guys and um, see what you thought. Okay, sure, go ahead. Okay, so this is for the most part, it's, you know, kind of 2019, 2020 yep. villains for Raptors. Um, but, you know, there is a few legacy villains mm-hmm. that I've thought of as well. Um, I didn't really see these, but I'll just sort of go through them without much of an order. Uh, my number one, the first one that came to mind was the Detroit Pistons. Makes sense. That's a great yeah. answer. <laughs> Injuries okay. with uh, basically injuring our entire team. Mm-hmm. Norm twice, Mark Pascal. Yeah. Um, Dwayne you know. Casey getting on Toronto Sports Radio to slander. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Okay. Um, that's a low seat. Uh, you think it's a low seat? That's, pretty good. that's a pretty high seat. I just like, the Raptors beat them all the time. So I don't really feel like as much animosity. I guess, I, yeah, I personally. guess they're not like a villain. That also, you Marcus saw injured himself just running. Like okay. uh, That wasn't the Pistons' fault. But it's, it's a cursed building. <laughs> yeah, it is it's a, a cursed building. The Little Caesars Arena? You mean uh, Scotiabank Scotiabank South? Arena, yeah, for sure. Um, An evergreen favorite, Paul Pierce. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. 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 Uh, These two are tied together. Um, Adam Silver for the Maasai poaching conspiracy. Yep, yep, yep. 
and uh, you know the Ujiri Watchers. Um, oh yeah, 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 that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, the for, source for... is close to Ujiri. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the other four people still using BBM. <laughs> there were two. There were two people actually. A couple sources. Oh, that's two right. Two long time right. Ujiri Watchers. Just watching so, them. Yeah, the Watchers. They're mm-hmm. very. They're 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 in there. Um, this guy's a bit of a loser, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we maybe may as well mention him. It's always nice to bring out the receipts. Jason McIntyre from Fox Sports Radio, oh, yeah. uh, July 6th, claiming that Toronto's back to the basement, yeah. back to the lottery. I, yeah, he's, he's been, been like, getting it all year long. I've never even oh, heard yeah. of this dude. Yeah, man. me neither. No, I've really. been covering basketball for a long time. I don't know who <laughs> this guy is, like, but he had that great yeah, rant. He also, he, uh, him and I, Sorry? You follow each other? No, no. He, he's, uh, he's also doing a reaction podcast from his bedroom, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. um, next up, uh, sort of in line with this, uh, Dennis Scott and Sam Mitchell. Yeah. For their, their placing Raptors, um, you know, eighth and unseated, respectively. Yeah. Uh, cool. With, you know, kind of Bulls, Pistons, and Hawks on their uh, playoff seating, conference final seating. Yeah. I, NBA so. TV has a really hard broadcast schedule for games so we got to fill the hours so they, i mean they got a deep roster i'm telling you <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to be too angry about that one yeah. do you have I, a little, I have i have somebody who i'm thinking of oh, no, let, let k finish the list okay, and then sorry. we're gonna well, two more and i have okay. and then i want to cross for threat so uh patrick patterson just for yeah yeah that's a good general, one yeah. generally just being in toronto not doing anything just gross uh, incompetence then the play the Twitter shade in 2018, yeah. and then his IG comments all mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, uh, gross incompetence is a great way of putting it. Scoring there, five total points in a playoff series. No. <laughs> yeah, he's got man has more scene points than basketball points. That's definitely that's definitely true, man. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Tony Brothers again goes without saying. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We could that's, throw in um, Mark Davis. Too. Mark Davis. I was just gonna say Mark Davis and Tony Brothers. Maybe yeah. both of them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have any for for me here? I can add. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, man, the TNT Bulls, the TNT Bulls, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the that 2012 was a... <laughs> through 2016 Bulls. It was crazy. That was tough. Those were some tough years, <laughs> man. Uh, you know, Matt Moore, uh, Hardwood. Uh, oh come on, he really, <laughs> he really doesn't like Kyle Lowry, and he was like good at it when the Raptors were first making the playoffs. He'd be like, "You guys are actually really bad," and he'd be, end up being right, and we get swept by the Wizards. He, I was gonna say he's he, he's probably still wondering about Fred VanVleet being the outlier because yeah. that's he he insists that that's the only reason the Raptors beat yeah, the Bucks is that Fred VanVleet had an outer body experience. He had one game with seven threes. That was amazing for the series he had, just a regular yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Everybody loves the Fred VanVleet as an outlier. I, I mean, yeah. just put Fred VanVleet as an outlier uh, on Raptors villain. <laughs> on Raptors villain. <laughs> that's a good. It's a good. It's a good consideration. Say, Brian Colangelo's yeah. got to be on this list. Brian Colangelo's on. The- <laughs> um, what about like Dwayne Casey playoff rotations on the villain list? Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. The surprise starter is Tyler Hansbrough. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna guard Paul Pierce. Oh man, remember when like Lewis. Uh, who did he start in the Pacer series? It was, it was really bad. Oh God, Tyler Hansbrough was one of them. Luis Scola, he started. I mean, we went to the conference finals with Luis Scola and Damari <laughs> Carroll as two uh, starting forwards. But a question: about, Do we have to still have LeBron on here? Uh, was LeBron ever truly a villain? He was. Well, it's we, just LeBron, though, maybe more than anything. What, was it was because the Raptors oh, yeah. were a punchline. That's, in that's the more Mark media. Jones's fault, man. Yeah. Bro, you're from Toronto. How could you do that? <laughs> you, he's Canadian. It's true. How yeah, dare it's, you? Yeah, how dare no you. one even. It's not like LeBron said it. He just said it. He's like, oh, LeBron too. I'm like, yo, really? You gonna come home after that? Yeah. No, that was pretty bad. So, all right. Get out of here. Well, that's a pretty good list, guys. All right. Anything else? I, I, think that's, I think we have 16 seeds right there. Yeah, well, somebody yeah. should uh, rank them for us and yeah, there hit you, you up on your Discord. Uh, yeah, maybe I will. No, I was going to say, uh, Kate, maybe maybe you're on it. <laughs> All right. I was, I was going to do a different type of um, of a bracket, but this one's funnier. I don't know. I, I Again, I hate to give uh, Buck's, uh, Buck's Twitter any any yeah. thought at all, but this one was pretty witty. This one was yeah. good. State yeah. of Wisconsin has a good idea every once in a while. You know, they have uh, one or two like, wins and then they lose four straight. So. Every now and then a, a blind squirrel gets in that. Yeah, there yeah. you go. All right, thanks, Kate. Have a good week. Right, thank you. You guys too. Right. Bye. Peace. Kate, welcome back to the show. Thanks so oh much for God. that call. The best prepared caller ever. Yeah, truly. Yeah. That is, it's true. Um, we have 
Deep from Victoria on line two. Deep, thanks for waiting and welcome to the show. No worries, guys. What's going on? How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Very well. Very well. It's a beautiful day out here on the West Coast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Excellent. Wait, wait, hold on. What are oh, you talking? Because yeah. we, we got some nice weather here in Toronto, too. No, man. It's sunny out here. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. seven degrees. Oh, wait. What? It's like 15 in nah. Toronto. Wait, you it's said seven? It's seven, yeah, but it's super seven. sunny. Like, oh, I'm seven. seven. That, yeah, seven. Yo, but it's, it's, yo, really it's like 14 here today, man. It's 14, but not that sunny. Why are you in shorts? <laughs> Let me double check one sec here. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's get the AccuWeather. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it, says, it says seven. Okay, all right. All right. Feels, feels great. Feels warmer than... It's, we got the mildest climate in Canada out here, man. That is true. That, that is true. Right? Yeah, we're jealous. All right. Don't, don't well, talk to me about weather. Maybe <laughs> we'll, maybe we'll be there in June, but I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, we're we're all quarantined out here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so what, what's up, that, man? That, that tournament might not go down because all this. Yeah, stuff I know. That's going down, it's right? yeah. it's what a bummer. Yeah, yeah, I know. Anyways, let's talk raps. Yeah. Mm. Um, I got three things. Well, a few things, but three guys I want to focus on are Norm, OG, and Pascal. Okay. Who do you guys want to start with? Start with Norm, man. Player the uh, player okay, of the week. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, I saw that, and you guys were talking about it earlier. So, with Norm, like, he's obviously been playing real well when he, since he's been coming back from these injuries. Mm-hmm. And first off, I just want to say, in previous years, playoff Norm was a thing, and uh, I think playoff Norm is just a regular thing now. He's just going to do that yep. all the time. Yeah, I like that. Um, his, his ability to, to really hone in on scoring and, and wanting to, to be decisive and actually finish at the 10, has mm-hmm. been huge. Like, yep. in years prior, you know how he's just been punting it off the middle of the backboard <laughs> and, like, all the time, right? No, that's true. It's fact. It's fact. But, uh, but I mean, it's, he's taking the next step, and obviously he's not going to score 30 every night, mm. but he can give you 15 to 20, like you guys were saying. That's big, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think he's kind of probably is what he is now. He's probably not going to take another step because he's already taken a couple now. Mm-hmm. So these other two guys, I still think can take a couple more steps. Okay. Um, specifically Pascal. I know guys, lots of people, uh, when it comes to Pascal, they've been ragging on him for not being able to do things, like struggling against top teams. But you can't expect him to do that right away. Mm-hmm. It's his first year mm-hmm. um, as a focal guy. So he's got to grow and come into that, that role, right? But yeah. in terms of skill and what he could do, at the next level, like going forward, next couple of years, I think he could improve on um, his ability to really score the three. Right, like he can yeah. he can make it here and there, mm-hmm. and he he's, he's shown flashes where he can hit like four or five in a he, game. He's a little but streaky right now. He's hot and cold. He's streaky, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He's super streaky. So if he can if he can get more effective on that, mm-hmm. that'd be great. And also creating for others. Like when you look at think yeah. about Demar, like and his ascension as a player, he he got better every single year, and one thing that he really got real good at was creating for others and 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 working that that playmaking game. So, what do you guys think of those think of those points? Just on on Pascal, I think it's true. I think uh, well, I think right now Pascal in his first year as the number one option is a little yeah. better as a playmaker than Demar was at that time because yeah. Demar came into yeah. that playmaking a little later. Uh, and the, the big difference with Demar in terms of his playmaking was when he started running more pick and roll and operating more that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we're only starting to see Pascal get good at that pick and roll game right now. So sure. I think as he gets more comfortable with his handle, as he runs more pick and roll, you'll see his assists go up because there's only so many assists you can get passing out of the post. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm more. I'm the thing I'm most interested in pa- seeing Pascal work on is his outside shooting. It makes him a flatter player, he, a less dynamic player. And once he takes the next step there and is able to hit the three better and even sort of just step inside from that and effectively get guys to jump at the elbow, mm-hmm. I think that'll unlock a lot of his game. He's, he's to me, I don't know how much better a playmaker he can get and how much it'll impact his game. I know that every hour he spends in the shooting gym plays huge dividends in his uh, yeah. performance on the court. Yeah. Right now, it's it's a thing yeah, you see lacking. Yeah, shooting for sure, but I think in terms of playmaking when you the longer you play basketball mm-hmm. the more the better you get you get at it that's true and he hasn't played that long right yeah so when 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 defenders come and they're doubling him he kind of knows what to do but he's not really sure right? yeah that's true so so if he can continue to 
to, to get better at that. And when, when he sees a double team, actually find that guy, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll come with time. I think it will, for sure, because he's already taken so many steps in such a short period of time, right? Yep. And, yep. He's, and he's not even that old. No, he's not. Yeah. Um, but, uh, OG. Yeah. And I'm just going to refer back. I, call, I called, like, back in December, like, when December, I think it was 13th. Okay. We right. we had a it was like it was like a, a bit of a downtime and we were losing a few games, so we were talking about like Pascal coming off screens and things like that to get him scoring and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. we touched on OG a little bit. OG I think has taken a, a big step since then, like three months since last called in. Like he he defends really well, mm-hmm. specifically one on one. Like look at that game against the Nets where he's like, okay, give me Levert, I'm going to shut him down. He's not going to do anything, right? Yep. yep. And the ability to get all those steals is big. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always going to be a dynamic defender, and he's always going to be able to, to stop his guy and, and blow things up and guard one through five. He's been almost that since he came into the league, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, I would say offensively he can take another step in terms of obviously he can shoot, right? But if he can, if he can learn like dribble a little bit better and yep. tighten up that handle, that mm-hmm. would that would be big because yeah. they're actually running action for him now, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they sh- he needs to he needs to get better at that. And I would also think he needs to uh, he needs to continue to to cut down on those reverse dunks. Oh come on! <laughs> What's wrong with the reverse <laughs> no, dunks? No, they're nice. They're nice, but he misses them sometimes, and wow. and sometimes he does them at, at bad times. You know. Fair enough. But um, one other thing I was going to say. Actually, what do you guys think about OGO come back to? Um, yeah, he definitely needs to expand the dribble game because he does have some uh, scoring skill. He's always yeah. been a good finisher around the basket. He's good I around enjoy. the basket, yeah. and he can shoot okay, but he can't get from... You just can't get from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it always it's looks cool. bad. Post game's pretty good, and he just can't create his own shot really well, right? Yeah, which yeah. comes with handling. If he because yeah. yeah. if you can shoot yeah. and you can finish at the basket, the difference is just like can you get yourself to that <laughs> shot yeah. by being with the dribble to basketball? Yeah. Um, sure. If it wasn't for Ronda, he might be the worst dribble on the team. But Ronda is really <laughs> the worst dribble on the team. Well, well, what about Stanley though? Uh, he's actually not. He's got a good handle. Yeah, he's, he's got a good He's just not allowed to handle. handle. Yeah. yeah, he can handle. Yeah, yeah. come on, man. I just wanted to say, why is he in such a doghouse, man? He should play a little bit. Uh, they, he, it's really superfluous. He could, yeah. and he, he could. was rehabbing. And... When you think about it, though, like in years past, like he can really defend like hard. Like look at that game last year when they played the Pistons. When we played the Pistons, yeah, yeah. we had Kawhi. He almost kind of, kind of shut down Kawhi for a few possessions, right? Yeah. So he can definitely defend, but I think he just can't. He just doesn't know what he's doing on offense. That's why he's not playing. That's a big so problem. It's a big problem. Yeah, a, yeah. You can't really not know what to do. Yeah. Like on a yeah. team that already, like the the biggest pro- like problem in the Raptors game is their half court half court offense. Putting Stanley in that is just like nah, a dog's good, breakfast. Man. We're good. But we're they're good. not like running any like extravagant action where you shouldn't be able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Pretty simple stuff. Not a very good shooter though. That's the problem. Yeah, but yeah, he shows flashes where he gets hot, and then he's bad. Otherwise, yeah. right. just get some minutes at the Y. That's a Stanley suggestion for it. Wow, there you go. All right, dude. All right, thanks dude. for calling. All right, thanks, thanks call. guys. All right, enjoy the weather. Peace. What? Is this man calling us while jogging? Yeah, he's had. Yeah. Was he also the guy who called us in after? There's someone from Victoria. Oh, that's in, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stoned a couple months ago. Yeah, well, you know, it's legal in Canada. <laughs> yeah, it is. they're they're totally within their uh, rights. Anywho. We have Adnan uh, from Richmond Hill on line one. Adnan, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you uh, so much. Uh, how are you guys doing today? We're good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Just finished work. Uh, Will, did you go to MCI? I did, yeah. Okay, so I, I work right beside MCI. So when I heard you oh, on yeah? the show, I'm like, okay. yeah, you know where um, Sunny's is and Canadian Tire? There's a Canadian Tire near MCI? Like up by Kipling? Yeah, not on Markham and wait, is it Middlefield Collegiate or no, 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 oh. no, 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 Mar- Martin Grove Collegiate. <laughs> okay. It's like at four twenty-seven and four one. Nah, I work in Markham. Uh, oh, okay. No, oh, no, yeah. no. I, I can see why you thought I was. I grew up in Markham though. I can see why as well. <laughs> All right. Shout anyways, out Times Square, um, <laughs> the bootleg one. <laughs> um, I have a question uh, in regards to Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Well, more of an opinion. So I was watching the past couple games and seeing Kyle Lowry's impact. 
not just to the game, but actually impacting other players. Mm-hmm. He legit actually makes um, almost everyone on his team a lot better than he, they actually are. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. So my question is, is like maybe like, I guess, three Raptor players that you would say Lowry doesn't make a huge impact on when they play. Uh, that he doesn't impact? So, like he obviously is still gonna impact them, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like his impact is not as much. Like even if he wasn't there, he'd still play just as well, well or just as terrible. Like <laughs> Pat McCaw, I would say as well. Oh, just as or just as yeah, bad. I was gonna say that was definitely the guy that came top to mind. Oh. Just because one of the things Larry does really well is as a playmaker, he's setting you up to score and he's putting you in great positions mm-hmm. to score. The problem is if you're not gonna score and you're just gonna pass the ball right back, then you know. It's not going to help you as much. Uh, in terms of other players, Kyle Lowry has been unable to lift. I felt like him and Corey Joseph, I didn't really like the two of them together. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a bit of a weird one. But um, who else, man? That he wasn't able to help. Maybe Damari? Because like, even, even Patrick Patterson wasn't good overall. But, but Kyle like, Lowry Kyle almost made him a sixth man of the him. year. Yeah. Yeah. This is tough. Uh, just like James Johnson? Like, um, what about Terrence Davis? Like, he's good. Like, mm. great for a rookie and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Terrence Davis himself, like, if he's doing, he's like a very streaky player. So if he's doing Definitely. really well, mm-hmm. even by himself, he's amazing. But, like, you can see, like, other nights, maybe, like, past couple games, even with Cal Lowry's playmaking and everything, he's not as good. Would he be another type of player that you think Kyle Lowry's going really make? I've also seen Kyle set him up. Like yeah. I've also seen the numbers this year with the two of them together are really good. Yeah, they, they don't play as much, but yeah. Um, another player that Kyle, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to. It's hard. Of. He's lifted a lot of bad players. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I wish we had better answers. Yeah, he's, I was gonna say. he's, he's a very good. good. No, no, very, very good question. <laughs> it's a testament to how good he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's for sure. All right. Um. Uh, right. Any predictions for tonight? Uh, apparently, Fred and Gasol are out with uh, injury management. Okay, makes sense. So yeah. that's a it's loss. tough. But Utah—they're playing really good. You know what? I'm gonna call that a win. Raptors beat Utah on the ro- on the road like at least the last three times. I think they always circle that game, and I think it's a game that like Nick Nurse and even Dwayne Case are like, "You guys better not yeah. f and lose." Also, Utah's been very hot this year and then very cold. So yeah, you never really yeah. know which team's going to show up. They are playing pretty well. Right last now. time I saw them, Raptors up 40 at halftime. So, also, you know. Donovan Mitchell needs to reclaim greatest and, uh, Jamaican in the league. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say, Norman Powell playing like Donovan Mitchell nowadays. Seriously, he looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. Anywho, now, thanks yeah. for the call. Oh, do you have a prediction? No problem. Um, honestly, for me, it's really based on how the bench plays. I mean, Nick Nurse uh, yeah. kind of calls yeah. them out, so I'm assuming they're going to play well. Yeah. But all, uh, for me, it's all down to the bench. If the Kay. bench actually starts... Do you want to predict how many how many stories Chris Boucher will post to his Instagram? Uh, probably about five if he makes oh, the that's post. A, that's if a loss. That's a loss. Wow. Five? Only five? Yeah, we're going to need like ten. We're going to need ten to win. But he's going to play, though, because Mark's out, so yeah. he's going to have to play. All right. Thanks for the call. Yes. Peace. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, we're going to need more than that. Yeah. Um, next on the show, we have uh, a podcaster. We okay. have... One of the great voices of Raptors Twitter. One of the 16,000 voices of the Dishes and Dimes podcast. <laughs> Shout out to okay, all okay. of the, We hung out with many of the Dishes and Dimes. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, but it was nice to... We hung out with like eight of them, and that's, that was only half the podcast. It was six and of the... I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Iman, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Hello. Hey. How's it going? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing well. How is uh, your commute? Uh, it's pretty good. I made I made a stop. I just mentioned that to you. I'm in the car right now. I hope it's not too loud. No, no, you sound fine. You sound fine. You sound great. Um, today we um invited him on the show to talk about uh what everybody's talking about. Norm Powell and uh, his foil. Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Oh yeah. Uh, no, and you know what? I, as as much as I feel like this is going to be lo- Norm love, it's also I sense going to be Fred VanVleet hate because no, uh no. there's an agenda out there and I do see it. <laughs> I see it. No, listen, I just remember the argument for Ben Vliet starting ahead of Norm mm. being that Norm doesn't deserve the starting spot, hasn't earned it. Yeah, that changed. Good enough. <laughs> that, that changed. I just, Who said that? How that changed? Should, should he be starting? You, are you on our side now? 
I'm uh, I'm more fifty fifty now for sure. I, I still think does Wolf- the Bucks game change anything? Does the what Bucks game? The Bucks game just watching just no guard be able to to drive to the basket and just being completely scared uh, of the paint at all change anything for you? You getting barred up, Will? I mean, <laughs> did Fred play that one? Norm didn't. No, Norm. Well, yeah, Norm and Fred. Am I wrong in thinking that? Am I wrong in remembering this? No, you're. Either way, if Fred right. was playing, it's not like he was attacking <laughs> Brooke Lopez. That was uh, Fred's last game. He got hurt in that game. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. I remember I that properly. He did. Okay. Uh, I do cover every game, so I'm not sure that. <laughs> um, look, I'll say this much: Norm this year is averaging 19.7 points per game, with 52% shooting from the field. 42.6% from three, 64.7% true shooting percentage as a starter this year. Amazing. 20 points per game on 65% true shooting. Those are Chris Middleton numbers. Those are, yeah, he's, he's become Chris Middleton. <laughs> All NBA fraud, Chris Middleton. <laughs> What's Norm averaging as a starter? Up, he shows up when games matter. The last uh, wow. important game Chris Middleton played was at the summertime, and what, what did he do then? Uh, how, did, how did Team USA look then? Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah, not great. Yeah, you can't. Ex- like, we all think we all think it was the playoffs, but no, he <laughs> he cracked the bed even bigger in the summertime. How can you he had ex- another chance at it? How can you expect a man to play well against Turkey <laughs> or uh, the Czech Republic? Aust- yeah, oh god, or those, uh, those are Norm any other teams. That's that's the difference between the two. Yeah, Norm certainly is a, an all-time Bucks killer. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's been fun to watch him do it for. His whole career. I've just I just resurfaced game five, 2017, uh, first round playoff series. Norm got the start, and I think he put 25 on the Bucks in a Amazing. blowout. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how long we were just like yelling for Norm to get that start. We were like wow. that was that was, was so great. It's great that Norm got to be the person that we were yelling for to start in the playoffs, and now we just started it in the regular season. Mm. Yeah, I the do. Propaganda think- machine just started earlier. I do. I don't know if Norm is going to be starting. I, as much as I, like, I'm glad that Norm's proved it. Mm. Part of me thinks that it might be better. I don't know for him to be um, a bench piece throughout the playoffs, given the matchups. I think eventually, I would like that to be a move that they make. I'd rather them. I don't want to see Norm a surprise starter in the playoffs. That seems like a bad move. Mm. I'd rather see Norm be the. Uh, I'd, ra- I'd not like to see Fred be the surprise starter. I'd rather see Norm be the surprise starter. I almost think it's a bit of a wash at this point who starts because you're going to get production either way. Because yeah. as much yep. as Norm has been good as a starter, Fred's also averaging like eight, seventeen point six points per game yep. with yeah, six point six assists. Thing, yeah, I, I don't want to make this seem like yeah. I'm hating on Fred. Fred, been, Fred has been oh, yeah? great when healthy. Has just been has been phenomenal as well. So you're telling me when he dribbles more than three times, you're not going to let off three? Oh tweets? my god! No, oh. Like, as soon as you said that, I cringed. Like I couldn't help it. It was a physical reaction. When he goes <laughs> up for a layup and it misses, is, oh, it is great. Like at the beginning of the year, he was so bad in the painted area when he was trying to. It was just crazy. Beginning of the year, middle of the year. <laughs> it's just, late, I mean, late, lately. what changed? What changed? Uh, different, uh, different N ones. It's all also, that's changed what, about what his is, game this season. He, what is he like? What is he shooting on mid range shots? Like, isn't it just like historically bad? Uh, it's improved. It was like crazy bad. And but I mean, it, if you're going up against the Bucks, you're probably. Like, I'm just saying, in that series, I I still think that you need Norman Powell to start. Like that's that's the against the Bucks. I guess against the Bucks, I agree. I guess um, not against the Celtics necessarily. I think it would be no. I think you could start him. You could I think you start could. Fred against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. So do I. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, you need someone. So to guard you, Ke- need you need someone to, to guard Kemba. You, I mean, do you? <laughs> yes. I mean, in the, well, I mean, Nick Nurse already saw to that, but still. Sixers, if the Raptors happen to face the Sixers, I also don't want to see Fred starting. I, I think that's Yo, fair. Yo, come on, man. Fred, I think Fred, it's fair. Fred this year against the Sixers has done really well. But right? I think it's I'm because pulled the numbers. You don't think that they can like figure that one out? I just, I like, I know Brett Brown's, like, big. terrible, but... The Sixers aren't the Sixers anymore this year. So, Fred Emelie, this year, 22 yeah. points yeah. in 41 minutes. That was a home win. And then also, 24 points, 9 of 15 shooting. That was the other home win. Now, on the road, he had a game where he left with injury. So, that's yeah. un- incomplete. But, still, ultimately speaking, Fred has been pretty good against the Sixers this year. No, he's been good against the Sixers this year. I just, I don't know how... I, I don't think the right... Like, I'm not even worried about what he did in the regular season. I just see that in the playoffs. Tell him. Wow. It's just... I'm I, sorry. I agree. Starting to Fred Van Vliet hate. What did I say? He didn't have the second child at that point, man. You drew this out because you were like, oh, and he dribbles one, three, Yeah, you unleashed it. Yeah, I think that... 
ultimately, it's exciting to have this be a real conversation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it means both of them are really good. Yeah. Um, and they've both been uh, – they both overperformed the expectations that I had of them. I thought yeah. I didn't see yeah. this much consistent production coming out of that spot on the court. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it, yeah, uh, if the team was healthier, we'd be, I think, a really, really scary team. But yeah, hey, what can you do? I guess the answer is you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Iman, yeah. do you want to uh, tell us about uh, Dish with Nimes podcast? Yes. Uh, so we have. A podcast with like Lou was saying a lot of hosts <laughs> we are we are uh all women it's an all women's podcast we are rotating hosts so you'll get to hear different people's point of views different people we all just have such different viewpoints and different mm-hmm. favorite players i might uh rag on five and lead a little bit too much for for the rest of the women's liking uh, and possibly even demar Rosen a little too much for their liking um but yeah it's just nine smart funny women with different opinions to get on a podcast and, and talk about the Raptors and the rest of the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot. I Do you have a episode that you'd want a new listener to check out first? I, I know it may not be evergreen, but do you want to direct someone to a segment that you think went really well that uh, you can plug here? Uh, yeah, start from the beginning and then listen to every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> I think the uh, Reggie Miller... Um... The Re- oh, yes. The Reggie Miller rant was, was really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Also, like, especially for for people who don't, who are just super annoyed with Reggie Miller, the commentator, and want to be uh, annoyed with Reggie Miller, the basketball player, yeah. go and listen to that. It was it was so well done. Uh, Kelsey did a great job with that. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Who, who's your... Who, before you go, who's your favorite co-host? Whoa. <laughs> Will. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know, it's a tie. Oh, uh, okay. okay. It's uh, a tie with, with all of them. Oh, okay. okay, wow, wow, wow. okay. Wait, well, who's your favorite co-host? Funny and... I mean, Iman, of me and you. <laughs> oh, between the two of us? <laughs> well, you. I mean, can't pick myself. It's um, conceited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your, yeah, guys, who, who's your favorite This is and Dimes co-host? Because I'm on the call right now, and I'm the only one who can be upset. With your answer in this moment in time. So, I mean, you know, we've been rolling with you forever, so uh, we're going to hey. pick you. But, but you know, <laughs> y- Yasmin making moves. If I don't pick Katie yeah. Heindel, she might run up on me. We me, work in the same me, building. Me she was just here. We just did an episode today, so it's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to check it out after listening to three hours of Bill Simmons and Ryan Russo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they do no so long. Um, all right, Iman. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Be good. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, we got uh, we got a big caller coming up, but we got to knock out uh, some of the KFC hotline callers. Awesome. And so the first one here is from my guy, uh, Marcelo, who is uh, Brazilian. All right, Marcelo, welcome to the show. I don't know why to throw that in. Hey, Josh and Will. Here's Marcelo Menezes. And I was wondering about center position. And since we're so thin, you know, we have Boucher and Brande, but they can only do so much. And... I was wondering if we could go crazy and pay like twenty-seven million or more to surge as a uh, one year, and next year will be like more sustainable twenty million. Since we were looking to twenty twenty-one Giannis to Toronto, and also Mark, uh, maybe next year he could accept twenty twenty-two. Uh, since we're dealing with also Van Vliet contract, I don't know what you guys think about maintaining those two core center position pieces. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'll cost as much as Marcel is saying. Of, yeah, that's a lot of money. Twenty-seven for for Serge is uh, probably what he will get on a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. Who else was it? Oh, Mark. Yeah, Mark at 20. Like, honestly, he's been out for, like, more than a third of the year. The market's low on Mark. Yeah. The so. Mark kit. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge. I always love that. That Marcus Aldridge is yeah. just in LaMarcus Aldridge's name. Um, but, you know, in the idea of bringing some of them back, yeah, why not? Because you don't have a reliable center in the pipeline. It's not like next year Chris Boucher is going to come in with a normal BMI and like be a rotation <laughs> player. Um, you know, he, and Dewan is 
you know, the next guy we're going to do for Stanley Suggestions was going to be Dewan's Destination. So That's fact. He's still in the development pipeline, and so you don't really have a center, so you kind of need someone to bridge you. And going forward, I don't know if you can afford to keep both on long-term deals. I feel like Serge is probably going to have some pretty good options this year. I want okay. I want Serge to stay now. Who doesn't want Serge to stay? Of course, I want Serge to stay. Mark, He's staying at, into the camera at Mark's expense. Uh, okay, I think we have. You're going to have to decide. I think at the beginning of the year, I was I was of the opinion, let's keep Mark, but mm. not not anymore. If Mark agrees to come back on like he loves Toronto, everything like that, he agrees to come back ten million one year. You want him? I I get I mean sure I don't know come on I how many games is he gonna play he's only getting paid ten mil <laughs> okay yeah I I told he you plays forty five games in the playoffs I've talked That's a little bit about mil. Marcus Hall being like new uh, Dave Winfield who was a designated hitter the championship Blue Jays picked up mm-hmm. and who was trash afterwards and you pick him up because he wins your championship and then you part ways. Okay. What are we paying Marcus Hall for? To stick around and like I like him. He's a good man. He his outfits are hilarious. Is he oh, still man. gonna be a like a player that you want to pay for next year? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But good question for Marcelo, and also a big shout out to Marcelo. Always just supporting the show. Um, he was a big uh, defeated pod listener. Was he the deleted? Yeah, the deleted pod. No. Uh, okay. All right. We've uh, waited long enough. Vitali is uh, calling it from line one. Vitaly, how's it going? What's good, baby? How you doing, guys? How you doing, man? Josh, you know we all love you. Um, oh you're no! A good co- <laughs> you're good. You're a good co-host, but but please, no more baseball references, okay? okay. So, <laughs> come on, hockey, maybe. Come on, little little bit of respect. Oh, they're not playing baseball in Moscow. No, no, no. Okay, you're not like throwing like snowballs and hitting them. With a bat. No chance, no chance. We we soccer, basketball, and uh, polar bear game. <laughs> okay, yo, actually, can you explain something? Um, the you know that game that you see on Twitter sometimes where people are just like slapping each other hard in the face until one guy falls over. Oh, <laughs> is that common? Oh, so they actually have an event. Um, it's funny, Dana White, the UFC guy. Yeah, he he was actually thinking about promoting it. It's like the slap Olympics. Wow. Okay. Um, very barbaric, very barbaric. <laughs> I, I don't support. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's talk, let's talk it's, ball. It's, 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 they drink so much vodka, it's like they can't really feel it, so it's, <laughs> okay. kind of, it's like anesthesia, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, really quick, you know, I've had to do it one time. Um, the young man who called in from the West Coast, yeah. Uh, this guy was breathing like uh, early season Margasol, uh, fresh out of the parade. Uh, and, uh, oh my God. I, I had some time to think about it. And, uh, <laughs> either he was running from the cops uh. or uh, this man was calling straight from the Tour de France. He was, on, <laughs> he was coming through the podium. I, uh, Oh my god! Yeah, I was wondering uh, what it sounded like to our listeners. We could hear it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is kind of weird." Hopefully, it's not too loud, but it sounds like it, it wasn't like subtle, you know. It was like into the mic. It yeah. Was, uh, yeah, I was a little uncomfortable. Not gonna lie. Oh well, a little, uh, a little intimate. I can, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. It was panting. It was, it was a bit much. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a I have a big shot of the week. Is it deep from uh, Victoria? <laughs> no, no. Well. Come on, I had to. He's one of the fam, you know. I had to. Yeah. It's a light. It's a light road. It's a light road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, my uh, my big song of the week. It's very special to me. This was a long time coming. Uh, you know, you hear the common cliche. You have uh, the guy that you know you hate him if you play against him, but if he's on your team, you love that guy. Mm. Uh, well, this guy, you hate him whether he's on your team or not. My big song of the week, none other. Than Patrick Beverly. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This oh, man. guy, it's, I could probably do a, a weekly segment just on him, but mm-hmm. uh, he is, first of all, his defense, 100% overrated. It's like, yeah. it's this concept where if you foul every play, they won't call a foul on every yeah. play. Yeah. Like Avery, Vlad, Avery Bradley, he, you know, he's way past his prime. He made him look silly yesterday. Yeah. Showed how to actually play proper defense. The guy, you hear after the game, they did interview, they asked him, uh, what, what do you think about the challenge of defending LeBron? He mm. was like, he, he went full Paul, Paul Pierce. He was like, that's easy, man. That's easy. <laughs> Shout out to Harrison. 
Harrison got that. Oh, yeah? That was Harrison, yeah. Oh, wow. Big shout, shout out, out to Harrison. Harrison. All right. Sanford. He got that from, from that, here? That, that, no, Harrison did the – it was Harrison's clip that went uh, viral oh, yesterday. Oh, he's the one who asked uh, yeah. Beverly? Harrison Sanford is uh, the guy that you – No, I, I yeah. inside the agreement on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I run deep. I, I know the city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Boy. Great guy. I yeah. mean, uh, it's uh, – Danny roasted him a lot on the pod, but he's a nice guy. Nice. Uh, you know. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. Uh, yeah, so bad bad man. Yeah. Good joke. Yeah, yeah he, he, well, it was unbelievable. I like to say it's easy. Mm-hmm. Ask your friend and colleague Lou Williams, who was getting baptized yesterday. Oh man, every, down every the stretch, play. every play, every play. It was unbelievable. I yeah. felt kind of bad for him. It, it's crazy because <laughs> I didn't see it coming. It's not like it happened in the 2015 playoffs, <laughs> the 2017 playoffs, the 2018 playoffs, the 2019 playoffs. I didn't think Lou Williams would be a bad player in that situation. Wow, I didn't. Surpri- did, was that surprising to you? That was surprising. It was, to me. It was surprising I, to see them go like that's the look, and it's mm. a look that everyone's gonna. They're gonna yeah, go at him. Yeah. Uh, it was, go yeah. sure, he's, uh, I'm not sure if he's sweet Lou or shit Lou. You know, <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I love. I uh, love. The, there was a clip last year's playoffs. Uh, they were asking uh, Pat Beverly and Lou Williams about defending Kevin Durant, and they were like, "Oh, we promised, we tried." And everyone's like, "Oh, I respect that. I respect that, <laughs> bro." That's like me trying to date Margot Robbie. She's married. You know, it's not going to happen. It's like. Lou Williams, he makes Trey Young look like uh, Scotty Pippen. It's, uh, <laughs> wow! Come on, wow. it's, uh, it's a double big fight of the week. The whole Clippers backcourt. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but the the this, thing about this Pat is the Bev- first uh, first ever co fraud. We have a uh, double. The wow. thing about Pat Bev that made me so mad is that he threw his like colleague under the bus because it was like, what do you mean it's easy? Your man was getting absolutely. Yeah. It was just rude. Also, uh, we don't have we don't have enough conversation about how he's basically Matthew Dellavedova. <laughs> he, I mean, uh, he hurts players. Like, yeah, you know, now, he almost ruined Westbrook's career. And I don't even like Westbrook that much, but like Westbrook is a, a gift to the game. Yeah, why are we diving at his knees constantly? That's such a dirty play. Too. Yeah. yeah, you know, a player has to be a rat piece of crap for you to feel bad for Westbrook. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's seriously, like... actually, though. <laughs> and and with with Lou, people, um, they. They look at him all oh, the six men of the year. This, yeah. He gets you like moderately efficient twenty points, mm. empty calories. Man, we let him go after he won six men of the year because yeah. oh, you guessed it in the playoffs, exposed. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, you can't play him. You literally yeah. even Montrez not that great a defender, but when it comes to the playoffs, this guy is. Uh, I would rather have anyone in our eight-man rotation. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's huge liability. Yeah, I can, listen, I can't wait for you to call in when um, the Clippers don't make the finals, they don't win the title, the Raptors are in the finals, and you call in and you give uh, Uncle Dennis big fraud of the week. <laughs> oh my gosh! For costing Kawhi a ring, Balmer. I I promise you this: we we will make the playoffs, we will make the finals, and I will be there. <laughs> okay. We make awesome. the finals. I'll be I'll be every home game. All right, oh, I'll, wow. I'll see you there if, if coronavirus allows us in. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's a whole... Um, no, the, the Raptors right now, uh, Boston really fell off. We have yeah. a big game. We, yeah. we basically clinched the two-seed effectively. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. Boston has injuries. Yeah, yeah. There's still so, that one game coming up against Boston. They got to get that one, and that's on the road. Yeah. I, I'm not sure yeah. they still need it at that point. Oh, sorry, that's at home, sorry. Actually, no, if it's right. Raptors at home, we, we should have that, yeah, actually. It's, it's at home because we've played twice yeah. in Boston. Um so, I mean, first round, you got maybe Brooklyn or Orlando. That's nice Canadian sweep, like 4-1. Uh, Boston, with home court, they they don't have that heat factor yet. They don't. I'm so confident in that. So, we can we can pretty much skip to Toronto and Milwaukee at this point. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just a matter of time. Um, one quick thing. Um, man, I'm so late on this. But uh, my wife showed me that she was like, she couldn't believe I hadn't seen it. Um, unfortunately, it was overshadowed because it was the time of Kobe's death. Um, did you see the clip of Kawhi Leonard at the strip club? Oh, yeah, yeah I, did. I did. I did. The guy, his hands are his, <laughs> the, oh, the size, of, the no, size was, of her entire like upper body. Was, I, I was so nervous. I don't know where you want to go with this. But, uh, yeah, you're right. He does no, have no. big hands. <laughs> I, I, I know. Because you, you seldom see the scale of like what it looks like in, you know. Yo, he was palming, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Huge hand. I, I'll keep it uh, brand-friendly. Shout-out KFC Buckets. Uh, 
great, great sponsor. I just, it's, it's hilarious that um, this guy's justification for leaving pretty much a guaranteed ring with Toronto <laughs> mm-hmm. is like, oh, you know what? I love my family, my kids, <laughs> my girl. I get to be home. Yeah, and this well. man is, I think it was in Miami, but uh, this man is out there. But wasn't he? What? Never mind. I mean, you know, uh, we don't know what their grievance has. It was a, it was a teammate's birthday, but I don't know. Uh, what are you going to do, skip a, a birthday party? Yeah, you got to be a, a, a leader. But... Come on, man. No, but that's, come on. You're, you're a family <laughs> man, and hey, um, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but uh, I didn't leave Toronto like for the reason to this guy. is like, be with my family, and then you hit. So it, it upsets me a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah. I want to ask you guys, it looks like Lakers will have home court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So right now you you have to pick who who are you taking best of seven uh, Lakers or Clippers. I'm still taking Clippers because I really do believe playoff wise Kawhi Leonard is at a level that's above LeBron now. I kind of think like the Lakers. I don't think that uh, Doc Rivers has a solution for what the Lakers show. I think his only solution is I hope Paul Pierce and Kawhi Leonard play really well, and that's Paul George. Paul George, sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say, man, the Clippers still got Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul George, I like, I, I was, I was watching the game. It like, it didn't seem like the Clipper, the Clippers schemed well for that game. No, no. And but they took the first two already, so they did. And yeah. they're, they're probably, I like their team more, but I don't know. I just think the Lakers, the brain trust with like Lionel Hollins, Jason Kidd, and uh, Frank Vogel have hmm. had okay. put together a game plan that worked. Yeah, fair enough. Jason Kidd, one of the most brilliant minds in uh, <laughs> in the NBA. It's uh, I, I think it might come down to uh, uh, Zub- like Davis on Zubac. That might be barbecue chicken, honestly. When, it's, yeah, when uh, you need a bucket, yeah. who's going to yeah. guard them? It's going to be tough. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. All right, Vitaly. Stay good, man. Cheers, guys. Take Peace. care. All right. All right. The best. The best. Yeah. Um, let's take... Let's take our last caller and then... Uh... Let's let's uh, cycle through the remainder of our KFC hotline and also our Stanley suggestions. All right. So, so on line two, we have Adher from Sacramento. Did I get your name right? Adher? Adher? Oh, no. It's it's a B, so A-B-H-I. Oh, oh sorry about that. Wow. All right. We're uh, reading off a board, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's up? Unbelievable. <laughs> our producer's letting us know. All right. Adher. No, it's all good, man. Uh, yeah, what a game last night, though, guys. Uh, I was in attendance too. That was that was a little, yeah. That was a little worried at the wait, end, man. Wait, hold on, were you the guy who was screaming at uh, Luke Walton that he's an idiot for not putting Buddy oh, Hill in wish, the game? I wish I was that guy, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Amazing, I don't know why man. they got rid of Dave Yoger, man. Like, it's, <laughs> yo, he's a good doesn't coach. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's a good coach. coach. He's a really good I smart. Coach. I, I, I'm, I'm, the Luke Walton thing. It's crazy that he got that job because of the like circumstances of his <laughs> departure from Los Angeles were not ceremonious. Like he. Mm-hmm. Was accused of doing some awful shit, and then he gets like four days later. Anywho, yeah, anyway, we don't need to. Yeah, privilege is a big, it, big, big factor in life. Jesus Murphy. Yeah. Well, I'm not really a big Kings fan. I'm, I'm a diehard Raptors fan, Hell though. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I was actually in uh, attendance for the game four, and we took over that Oracle Arena. Man, that was like oh, some of the sick. best memories I will ever have of yes. singing uh, "Oh Canada" and chanting "CPC." <laughs> that, was, that was crazy and weird at the same time, man. That's crazy. I probably got a picture <laughs> of you. I probably got a picture of you on my phone. To be honest, I'll probably do. I got I got plenty of pictures of you. Uh, no, oh, no stalking. Oh. Just saying. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, send me those. Um, <laughs> send but. Me uh, those. But yeah, I, I got two questions for y'all. Uh, first one is uh, about um, what do you believe would be the best possible seating if, uh, with one month left, it's uh, to playoffs. What would, would the Raptors' best possible seating be? Like in terms of who would they play throughout, mm, and what okay. the worst possible seating be? And uh, the second question, I don't know if you want to answer that first, or you want me to ask you the second question. Yeah, let's get to the first one first. I think Raptors. To be honest, I don't care who they play in the first round. It's going to be either the Nets or the Magic. I would rather them play the Nets only because I'm sick of seeing them play the Magic, but I'm pretty confident they could beat the Magic. They don't have anyone left to guard Pascal. Jonathan Isaac was kind of that guy last year, yeah. and he's out for the year, so it's going to come down to Aaron Gordon. I forgot about Jonathan Isaac getting hurt. That That's unfortunate, yeah. you know. Um and yeah, and then the Nets like, you know. But the Nets, the Nets kind are... of punched it on their season at this point. Like they've they're starting DeAndre uh, Jordan. Like it doesn't. Yeah, they don't seem to care. So the first round doesn't really matter. It's, yeah. sec- it's really about who the Raptors play in the second round, and it's looking like yep. um, right now the four or five matchup is Heat Pacers. Heat Pacers. Yeah. 
Well, I guess that's going to go to Milwaukee. So we're looking at probably Celtics or Sixers. Um, I don't think the Sixers get out of the first round, especially with the injuries the way they are. They're yeah. saying Ben Simmons may be back for the playoffs. I don't that think they should. Br- I don't think they should bring him back. Nah. That's serious. That's a serious injury. Yeah. And and he's dealing with and, heartbreak with Kendall. And if they ever have to choose between him and Embiid, I think Simmons is the smarter choice. It would just it's it's like malpractice to rush him back. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. And then, but between so the two of them, I prefer yeah. the Sixers. I think but, the Sixers would lose that first round series. Yeah. I I I have all year long. The thing I want from this season is a Raptors Celtic series. I. Yeah. Like, I want the Raptors yeah. to beat the Celtics in the series. Decide once and for all who's better between Pascal and Tatum. Also, Nick Nurse and uh, the other guy. Yeah, not Nick Nurse. <laughs> not Nick Nurse. Yeah, that's those are the things Coach that I want. Coach of the year, man. Coach of the year. Coach yeah. of the year. All right, what's the other question? Um, so, yeah, um, the whole coronavirus outbreak out here is starting to get real, real serious. I mean, you've oh, got, yeah, like, you guys are in... School zones shut down in uh, Sacramento. And even in the Bay Area, we just got that whole uh, cruise ship that just docked and stuff. So how's the atmosphere up there, man? Um, and also in regards to the Raptors organization, like you think they'll um, start having games without any fans? Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, that's not going to be the Raptors' call. It's going to be a league-wide call. Yeah. Um, I think uh, they're already taking measures right now to limit media access yep. um, just so that the players aren't in contact with more people than they need to be. Uh, which I actually kind of don't mind in a way because, to be honest, just speaking as personal experience, like going into the locker room while players are coming out of the shower and they're changing and stuff, it's, just, it's like a major invasion of privacy. And the only reason we even do this process is because this is just how the process is done. You go into the locker room. But it's mad awkward. You just got like 20 media members standing in the middle of the locker room, people coming in out of the shower with towels on. So it, to be honest, if we don't have to go in a situation, they can just come to a podium and then we can ask some questions like you would see with the way Nick Nurse gets interviewed. Yeah. Then I think that's a win-win for everybody. So, um, yeah. But hopefully, you know, it doesn't get that serious. Hopefully there's a cure found soon or vaccine, vaccine yeah. in this case. What about Toronto, though? I mean, I haven't been in the city for, like, over two years now. There are a few dozen cases. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, that much panic, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. People get nervous if I sneeze on the TTC, but, you know, (laughs) I promise I don't have it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Thanks a lot for the answers, guys. All right, appreciate you. All right. Be good. All right. Those are the calls. A couple more things before we get to Stanley's suggestions. We got two more Casey hotlines. So the first one is... uh, just mostly praise. Mad respect for recording a reaction podcast after the Warriors game. That game itself <laughs> ran into the early hours of the <laughs> I night. Boom. I can't imagine sitting down <laughs> afterwards and putting your thoughts together and recording something that is as enjoyable and coherent oh. at that hour of the night. P.S. Just a thought. For any of these late night uh, games on the West Coast, uh, yeah, just get Vitaly from Moscow. By this point, it's what, like 9 o'clock in okay. the morning in Moscow? He's bright and early he's got the energy and then uh it would be an amazing two-hander uh, i don't know what that last phrase was <laughs> but um yeah you know us you know honestly a slander podcast with vitale and assad would be perfect yeah three men weave yeah i'll just like just <laughs> i'll just be there to throw like meat to the wolves basically you know? yeah that's a good idea uh what was the did he ask a question no, he just said, uh, you know, bring Vitaly in. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing, and uh, I, it, yeah. staying up for that Warriors game. I went to. Uh, oh man, I had to, I went to sleep <laughs> so late in that game. I went to Sugo that evening and got home at time for the game, and I was like <laughs> a stomach full of like spaghetti, uh-huh. and uh, I barely made it through the first half of that game before I said, "All right, and I've seen enough. The Raptors are winning this game. Steph Curry looks just okay." Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough, but also my job is to cover the Raptors. I'm really not going <laughs> to complain about it ever. All right, the last KFC hotline. Do you think a 2-3 zone against Giannis with OG and Monday at the top of the key would work? <laughs> I like that he recorded that from an apiary. Yeah. He's just feeding birds. I was going to say, man. This guy's a... Uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson to the left of him. Charles Darwin's great-grandson right there. <laughs> Charles Darwin. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, a zone defense could work against Giannis. I don't know why he called in with that. To be honest, it's a good question. It's a good, it's, Tactically, yeah. it's good. The, the background was a little strange, but... He was just thinking about Giannis when feeding the birds. Yeah, I think uh, they basically had a system last year where, obviously, the first bit, you know key to dealing with Giannis is you got to uh, stop him in transition. You got to yep. stop him getting ahead of his team, get multiple bodies back. 
But then what you need to do is sort of when Giannis is driving at the top of the floor there, you basically have help defenders waiting at the edge of the paint at all times yeah. to rotate over. And I thought Mark did a really good job with that. And Kyle did a great job. Yeah. And then the two guys you probably need to guard them are Rondé and OG. I don't know if you want to play them both at the same time just because it's not a lot of offense for the two of them. Mm-hmm. And also because you probably want to stagger the two of them so that – because if one of them's if they're both on, one of them's not guarding but, Giannis, uh, and it's cutting down on their. But Giannis is only playing thirty thirty two minutes a game. Yeah, I mean he played like thirty eight minutes against the Lakers, and now his it's, knees bad. Like, I know it may, may, that was a bad fall. <laughs> Budenholzer was right. <laughs> Budenholzer was like, wow, can't extend Giannis's minutes in Game Six of the NBA Finals. Well, we're about to get swept out of here, but against the Lakers here, let's 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 well, let's think, play Giannis think, a five no, and play him forty minutes. I think he wanted minutes. to see if it, if it, he could do it, and it turns out maybe he can't. Apparently not. It was a bad fall. I'm glad that he's mostly okay. I hope he's okay, man. It sounds like it's just a sprain. Yeah. We might need Alec McKechnie to uh, send him a care package. <laughs> just let him know. Yeah. Um. All right. That's the show. But last, Stanley Suggestions. We have Stanley Suggestions, which uh, every week we are going to give Stanley some suggestions of where to visit in Toronto because it's a beautiful city. It's starting to warm up now. Yeah. Um, it's a wonderful place in the city. Uh, as OG would be very thrilled to hear, it's almost sundress season. So, you know, <laughs> stick around. But uh, <laughs> but anyway. That's what, a what's... very deep cut. Um, so my Stanley suggestion this week is Lucky Shrike. It is a bar in uh, Toronto, right near Palmerston and Dundas. Okay. They have a great patio. And patio season is rapidly upon us. I saw people on patios this afternoon, okay. which is just a very Canadian thing to do. Yeah. Um, Are they wearing shorts? Not the you know this is the year time of year where you'll see a guy with a winter jacket and shorts on. It's just the most flagrant outfit and winter boots. That's how I go collect my Uber Eats. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Lucky Strike. I was there on Saturday. It is as always a great uh, vibe, Mm -hmm. and I recommend it. Okay, Uh, my Stanley suggestion this week comes by way of Elizabeth Rathbone and Rob Senta, who kindly invited me and Josh to a screening at TIFF uh, for Life Without Basketball. Uh, great documentary. Wonderful. Uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Bilkis Abdur Kadir's um, fight against uh, dis- discrimi- discriminatory laws with uh, FIBA in terms of not allowing uh, religious headgear to be worn during basketball games and during professional games and how that basically cost her playing career mm-hmm. and sort of launched her into this path of now being a coach and uh, an advocate and everything like that. But it's a really good documentary. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. it's actually showing at TIFF, but you could probably find it online. It's yeah, just it's very fun. She, her dad is apparently uh, an amazing character. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, you had a favorite moment. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so uh, Bilkis is a Muslim. And there was a scene where um, she visited ESPN, and they had a handler walk her through the um, the studios and mm-hmm. you know show where Sports Center gets filmed. And she turns to her and says, "It's kind of like the Mecca." And I thought that was so. Yeah, no, we were dying. It was so funny. It's just sort of like that. Why would you say that in that moment? You know, <laughs> yeah. to her. But uh, it was funny because you also asked her about it, and she was like, "Yeah, was, I didn't notice in the moment because you're you are like stunned, like you're yeah. walking through ESPN and you've spent your life watching Stu Scott." Mm-hmm. Um, and Stephen A. Uh, on those programs, and he's like watching the documentary. You see back, like, well, that was a crazy thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just really amusing. And Bilkis yeah. and her husband were really friendly. Yeah, they really were. Seemed like really good people. So go watch Life Without Basketball. It's a great documentary. And then last thing before we actually go, we're gonna go through some of these YouTube uh, yes. comments. Uh, first one from Casey Nurse Scott, Coach of the Year Unlock. What would yes. you say? Is his to lose at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. And he's not gonna lose it. No. Uh, next one is Pat McCaw, the modern day John Sally. John Sally had a personality, so no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Pat McCaw doesn't talk. Like if he did, maybe. But also, John Sally was in the in NBA for like two decades. Yeah. So I mean, it helps to be real tall. Yeah. But uh, do you like John Sally as a as a sports host? Um, not. I mean, he's not horrible. Okay. All right. Do you like him? I don't watch. Cable to yeah, like, like that. Anymore. I don't pay that much attention. It's fair fun. enough. Yeah, he did a lot of that stuff with that guy from the baseball network. Yeah, who? Will Fortress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when will Matt Thomas get more minutes? Uh, when he plays defense. Yeah. Dog. Absolutely. That uh, man. That Sacramento stint four minutes. That's <laughs> was brutal. Brutal defense for four minutes. Yeah. He's usually better than that, but man, but not much better. Also, he's got to get his shot more. Yeah. It's cool to lead the NBA in three point percentage, but you can't only have like. 73 point attempts on the whole year 
Yeah, like get your attempts up, man. So, um, which Raptor would have a more prominent role on another team? Uh, Norm Powell is a great candidate. Fred Van Vliet's a solid candidate. Uh, Fred would start in a lot of teams, and he starts on this team. And he that's true. Yeah, and Nor I think Norm would start on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. That's pro- those are probably the answers. McCall will have less of a role though. <laughs> no, I'm just you know just. Taking the question and flipping it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who? Okay. <laughs> yes. At Sarge, we'll probably start another team. Uh, maybe. I don't know about that. Maybe. Ah, oh, come on. He could start. Look but who I... Sacramento was starting. Harry yeah, Giles? Have, but I would think. I Alex can't ima- Can you imagine Serge on a like, bad, poorly constructed team? Portland? Actually, yeah, Hassan Whiteside's had a really good year, but he's still Hassan Whiteside, so. All well, right. that does it for the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Big thanks to KFC for sponsoring the show. Josh, any last thoughts? Um, watch Run It Back. Watch Around the NBA. Listen to Dishes and Dimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to uh, the Leafs talk. Live, Laugh, Leafs. Yeah, there you go. Um, and support women. To, support women and yeah. listen to your parents. Oh, okay, and wash your hands. <laughs> and Please. wash your hands. Please. None of this hand sanitizer stuff anymore. Just wash, wash your hands, your hands. Man, and do it thoroughly. I want to just keep talking about washing your hands until Steph fades us out. I'm not shutting up about it. Wash your hands. We are facing a health crisis. If you do not keep your hands clean, people will die. It's right. not that hard. I imagine that the music's yeah, already come up like, and we're done. Little... Yeah, get the get underneath your fingernails. Yeah. Don't don't none of this two seconds under the faucet. Use soap. I've seen people not using soap in public bathrooms. That's unbelievable. Wash your hands. All right. What what a great outro. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.